0: 15 minutes it is before 8 p.m. We go into our headline segment tonight and uh, we take a look at uh, the uh, final coffin in uh, or final nail in the coffin of uh, South African Express and a sad day indeed for many uh, uh, workers and of course many of the creditors and it might include yourselves. You might have booked a uh, ticket with SA Express and uh, are still yet to be paid uh, end of 2019 or maybe sometime uh, around, uh, you know, the time where it was placed into business rescue. And, uh, oh, you might be one of the workers. We're holding out a hope uh, that to the fly SAX uh, worker-owned entity would be able to salvage uh, South African uh, Express from the jaws of a looming liquidation. Uh, because it had been provisionally liquidated uh, since April 2020. And, uh, yeah, one of those uh, representatives of those workers and that worker-owned entity called FlySAX joins me now on the line uh, to tell us uh, the latest state of uh, things and uh, the lay of the land insofar as this matter is concerned. Tabisile Skakane joins me now on the line. Tabisile, good evening. Welcome.
1: Good evening, and thank you for having me.
0: Thank you very much for coming through. Tabisile, um for many of our listeners who might not be familiar with the sequence of events since April 2020 when SA Express was placed in provisional liquidation, what subsequently happened? And maybe, I guess, for some of us who might not know what that means, what is a provisional liquidation? Well,
1: um, since uh, the airline was placed on, on provisional liquidation in March on 2020, before then, um, there was... The airline was really struggling, so the creditors applied for provisional liquidation, and it was granted in March. And since then, the employees were never given any back pay or any any retrenchment package. We never offered any um, retrenchment packages. So it's been a long battle since then till now with the final liquidation. And as ex um, as Express employees, we formed a group which we were preferred bidders at some point and we put up a proposal to the liquidator to say um, we are really unwilling to take over the airline with new investors as well as having the government still as a um, part shareholder of the airline. However, like you said now, <laughs> clearly all our efforts were just not enough for the liquidator to consider our bid.
0: How much more money were you willing to put down?
1: The first one, what we had said, we had said that we are willing to. We are proposing fifty million for, for the airline, and in that regard, we were saying to the liquidator because we knew the state of assets that the airline had before and was in before. They were supposed to sell the movable assets and whatever they make out of it would make up the purchase consideration that we had put on the table. Mm. They came back and they said that no, um, that would not be enough. And we put up another offer last year around November of $5 million, considering that all movable assets were already sold for, I think, to the amount of $26 million, if I uh, to be corrected. And the last offer was for $5 million, which we deposited into the account of the liquidator just around November. Mm. And they came back later this year and they said, no, they've got better offers that were on the table.
0: So with that $5 million, what would that have entitled you to? Um, would it have entitled you to the intangible assets like the licenses, but would you also have had to carry some of the debt uh, of the entity, which uh, is understood to have sat at around $900 or so, or the liabilities, I should say?
1: It was the tangible assets. And at the time, we were just looking purely at the name, the roots and the licenses. Um, Bearing in mind, Ayabonga, that at some point in this whole process, we appeared before the council and we pleaded with the council to put the licenses and the rules on hold because the liquidator was not uh, coming to the party in terms of appearing before the uh, before the council and stating the case that the um, airline was still under provisional liquidation and remember that the liquidator was wearing two hats he was not only liquidating but he was also looking out to um looking out to sell the entity to, entity to potential buyers and which he is he had always claimed that he had better bias than what we were putting on the table.
0: So, okay, all right, maybe I'll, I'll follow up with my question after this brief break. So let's pause just for a second, uh, Tabisile, uh, and uh, take a quick spot break. And when we come back, uh, I want us to unpack a, a bit more about, I guess, the options that uh, potentially could have uh, been explored here to salvage this entity, which uh, it seems now uh, is beyond any form of redemption. And we'll continue with Tabisile Kakane, representative of Fly S A X, on the other side of this. It's our wrap of the top business stories here on the mighty Metro. Eight minutes it is before 8 p.m. And, uh, of course, one of the big stories uh, certainly in the world of business, a uh, big headline today, is the final liquidation of South African Express. And uh, we talk about that tonight. Joined uh, on the line by Tabisile Kakane, uh, one of the representatives of the worker-owned vehicle that was hoping... Uh, to save uh, this entity from the jaws of liquidation. Uh, and uh, that entity is FlySAX. Tabisile, just before we went to the break, I guess you were talking about the, you know, um, I guess yeah, twin role here of the liquidator and uh, what you feel might have been his motivations to bring this liquidation across the line. Let's continue on that score and then we'll come back, I guess, uh, to the other elements and some of the tweets as well that have started to come through.
1: Yes, Iabonga. Um, <clears throat> we 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 we've, we tried all avenues. Um, I mean, we we appeared before the liquidator. We appeared before the council. We also engaged with the with the Department of Enterprise, who are custodians of um, or who were the custodians of the airline. To say, look, that we are a group of ex-employees backed by investors who are willing to put in working capital as well as aircraft to start off a new airline. Obviously, not uh, carrying over historical debt, like you mentioned earlier, that uh, no other investor would have wanted to carry a nine million, a nine nine hundred million debt. And also, sitting with the with the department and pleading with the department to say we have workers that have worked with the airline, worked for the airline for more than twenty years that work walk away um, without anything. So our proposal was that we are going to start a new airline under the name S A Express, which gives a potential to reemploy all S uh, A Express employees. If you know now, um, the aviation industry was hit hard by the by the pandemic and job jobs were lost and um mm-hmm. and a lot and a lot of bad things have happened around S Express. I mean we've lost even colleagues through suicide and people have lost mm-hmm. their homes, their assets. And that's purely what we were saying to, to 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 the department, as well as the liquidator, to say, look, just give us a chance of a new start.
0: And and uh, you know, I mean you've told us what the liquidator said. What did the department say?
1: The department, unfortunately, you may know, um, we started with the march to the to the de, uh, to the department, and they told us that the process is under liquidation, and the liquidation process has its own laws. We went further. We went we went marching to the presidency and the presidency, <laughs> quite quite um, unbelievable, sent us back to the Department of Enterprise, and they said they cannot do anything. They need to get a go ahead from the from the Minister of Department of Enterprise, who has until now has not said anything regarding SA Express. Mm,
0: mm, mm. I guess, the, you know, the other question that uh, is coming through here, and let me maybe go head to the tweets uh uh, at Workers' Day, Ambrogino on Twitter saying, uh, can you also touch on the issue of public recourse on personal claims against the now defunct airlines, including SA Express, uh, claims relating to lost, damage, lost or damaged goods while traveling? And I probably want to add something else on top of that. Um, some of the people who might have unflown tickets and even some of the creditors, what happens now?
1: What happens is they fall under the whole process of like they fall under the liquidation process. And my understanding, my little understanding of the liquidation process is that there's a hierarchy of creditors. Um, so whatever is whatever was made out of the sale of assets and whatever was made out of the whole auction and the whole process of selling, um, trying to recover the money that are owed to people. The creditors will be paid according to the hierarchy. I don't know how then, um, but I, I, my little understanding, I was told that it should be the, it should be SARS, the banks, and then the rest will the rest of the creditors will have to fall in line and see how um, best they have structured the repayments of the creditors. Mm. And was, in that oh, regard, sure. what what saddens us the most is that. The employees are the ones that stand to lose more than anyone else. I, 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 had a, I had colleagues in the technical department that started with the airline mm. twenty-five years ago, mm-hmm. and they're not um, retired, you know, and they walk away with absolutely nothing. And there's no hope. There's little hope if if the government does not intervene and come, come up with some sort of solution in terms of paying the, the employees, I do not honestly see see us walking away with anything.
0: So so that's, that's the other thing I'm quite interested in asking. I mean, I would think that you as workers would have had some, you know, um, sort of non-wage benefits, if I can put it that way. Um, what then subsequently happened in April of uh, 2020 when this entity was placed in provisional liquidation insofar as those contributions, be it to medical aid, you know, uh, uh, provident funds, annuities, and so on?
1: The, the SA Express case is, is a very long and sad and corrupt uh, story, Ayabonga, because if I can tell you now, in the year of 2020, it took them six months for us to get um, the UIS benefit that was out. Remember that when UIS made provision for companies that were struggling, SA Express was not falling under those um under those categories because it was already placed under liquidation. Mm. And we then found out at that time that the airline was not also contributing towards third parties. So not only were the pay- employees not paid out their full pensions that they were contributing because the the, the company was not paying out, even their, some are even in debt because they're not even paying out um, to medical aid. Some are not even getting their funds. I, I sit here yeah, owing funds because my ex-employee was not paying towards my size and it was up here in one hour pay sleep. So it, it's just a very long and sad and corrupt uh, story that that was happening around SA Express that nobody wants to even touch with a broomstick.
0: When you say corrupt, just remind us, what, what happened? Uh,
1: what is I, the I sequence
0: of events that gave rise to the financial and other challenges that SA Express found itself in?
1: I would say corrupt in terms of them showing um, deductions on our facelift and not actually making payments towards so. the third parties. I'd say corrupt in terms of uh, them not contributing towards our salaries, which is a compliance issue. Mm. Yeah, so in, in those terms, I would speak of that. In terms of the executives and how they're using the monies of the bailout monies, I, I, I cannot engage in that. Yeah. I can only speak as an employee that was affected and experienced bad corruption in terms of those processes not being followed and being camouflaged as um, them doing the right thing to us. Mm.
0: Shumelos Stemela on Facebook asking uh, whether or not this could have been avoided. In, in your considered view as FlySAX, do you feel this could have been avoided?
1: Definitely, it could have been avoided. They could have given us the opportunity to resuscitate the airline. There was no one else that was on the table. I can tell you now nobody wanted to touch ethics because besides its workers who are very passionate aviators, skilled and well-experienced in, in the field. And I, I guess for whatever reasons that they have, maybe maybe now they'll be able to let us know why why they couldn't. But this could have been avoided. Maybe we couldn't have paid the outstanding salaries, but it would have given, given us an opportunity to have employment.
0: Mm. From where you're sitting, what what impact? Um, and I think you've outlined the impact and the implication for many of yourselves as workers. For the consumers and commuters who are listening to us tonight, the impact of the ultimate liquidation of Nsa Express, the looming liquidation of Mango, the end of uh, Gulula, uh, the impact just of having your entire budget segment of the aviation sector wiped out. Your thoughts?
1: My thoughts. It should be. It's, it's it makes the employment employment opportunities very slim and the pool gets gets even smaller
0: tabisile tabisile ah we seem to have lost tabisile let's try and reestablish our connection with tabisile Skakano on a better line tabisile i hope uh, we have you on a better line That you were still explaining i guess the implication that uh, the wiping out of the entire budget segment of the uh, passenger aviation sector is going to have.
1: Oh yes, um, apologies, we've just been low shaded. <laughs> <Ish>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, I think that 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 would be the greatest. Uh, that that would be, and the, the impact would be that the employee, the employment pool and employment opportunities are getting slimmer and even um, the
0: Tabisile, unfortunately battling with that line there with uh, Tabisile and I guess the uh, gremlins of load shedding have uh, effectively cut our um, communications with her. Uh, but uh, I guess uh, indeed happened as we'd already covered some ground. We've already the load shedding. That being said, we'll uh, take some of your voice notes and uh, also some of your tweets and messages out on Facebook.